0: what do the capitals do with evgeny kuznetsov next on locked on capitals your locked on capitals your daily podcast on the washington capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. So, in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the interesting position that the Capitals are in and what do they do with Evgeny Kuznetsov? He went to Russian media and said that he wants a deal out of DC. What do the Capitals do? We'll talk about that in the show. Then, later on, we'll talk about is it ultimately the right idea? to move uh, Kuznetsov out of D.C. There's a belief out there that all Kuznetsov needs is just the right coach and he'll be firing on all cylinders. Is that true? And then later in the show, we will talk about the origin story of uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov and what did the scouts see in him those many years ago. But just to get it going here, we know about Evgeny Kuznetsov and You know, a bit of a hot and cold player in this year, that was definitely the case. He struggled to find, you know, what he had before, his goal-scoring touch, Uh, Is he going to be able to find that again? And what about the stories here about him wanting out of D.C.? It has been a rough year uh, for Evgeny Kuznetsov. In 73 games, Kuznetsov has recorded 12 goals and 53 points. That after amassing 24 goals and 78 points in 79 games last season. He's also a team worst minus 19 after posting a plus 7 rating a year ago. So one of the things that the Capitals will have to consider about Evgeny Kuznetsov is, you know, we hear Brian McClellan saying that there is change coming on this team and most notably on the top six. Uh, Would that fit in with Evgeny Kuznetsov? I mean, let's face it, he wants, wants out of D.C. Should we give him what he wants? Do you ultimately want to keep a player around that doesn't want to be here? It is an interesting thing to look at. If you take a look, At Evgeny Kuznetsov, he will be a UFA after the 24-25 season. So, are you going to keep a guy around here for that long in hopes that he can find you know his former glory again? And ultimately, what it's about. And the thing that bugs me the most about Kuznetsov is not the fact that you know he said it, but the fact that he won't own it. Uh, One question in on breakdown day, he denied it. He said, you know, "No, no, no comment. I don't want to talk about it right now. And then there's reports coming in that he actually had sought a trade before, that he had actually talked to his agent before about getting traded out of D.C. In a quote here, he said, At this point, I don't really want to put any comments on it, Kuznetsov said, initially adding that he preferred to keep the focus on the team. Um, And that's when he was questioned shortly after it came to light that he made those comments, and he was saying that he wanted to concentrate on this season, and at that time, the Capitals' push for the playoffs—an easy uh, deflection, you know, not wanting to talk about it. And I understand not him not wanting to talk about it. It's a tough thing, and I think that ultimately, what a lot of this stems from is the fact that he saw a reduced role. All of a sudden, it was Dylan Strome, uh, oftentimes on that top line center. And then you saw Backstrom come back and, you know, he was kind of working his way in there. So, you know, you saw points where Evgeny Kuznetsov was dropped down. And I think, you know, Evgeny Kuznetsov is the leader of his own fan club. And I think that he believes that he should be the top line center. And I think that that uh, discontent um, is kind of what washed over him. Like, I think that he felt that he should have been that top line center. And I think that he kind of was, you know, skating around with a chip on his shoulder for a while. The report Kuznetsov referred to appeared earlier in the season, like we talked about, towards the end of the season on MatchTV.ru. The fourth paragraph of the article said he had asked the Caps for a trade for two seasons. MatchTV also alluded to a recent Caps mailbag published in The Athletic that speculated about Kuznetsov's future in Washington. And you know, the thing of it is, and uh, I'll go over his stats here a little bit later, is that he is a very hot and cold player. One season he'll have 20 plus goals, the next season he won't. Uh, Then the next season he'll have 20 plus goals, and then he doesn't again. So consistency and continuity in Evgeny Kuznetsov is something that has eluded him so far. I remember before he came here, there was a guy, Kuznetsov, that was playing over in Russia, and one day... He'll be playing over here and how great this team will be. There was a lot of hype about Kuznetsov coming over here and what he could potentially mean to this team. Another Russian on this team, another, you know, player, maybe an Alex Ovechkin 2.0. There was a big belief that he was going to be the next greatest thing. And there was, there's been flashes of that with Evgeny Kuznetsov. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a garbage player, uh, but, you know, just this wanting out of the team, you know, wanting to, to give up, So early uh, was what was, you know, difficult for me. I spoke to those people and asked, where did this come from? There is something we can probably talk about later for sure. But at this point, there is nothing to talk about. The controversy comes amid a difficult season for Kuznetsov and the Caps, whose 4-3 loss to the Penguins. You know, that's kind of what started it all. You know, Anthony Mantha coughing up the puck, which led to Melkin scoring the goal, which was the dagger for the capital season. Uh, That ended their long-shot hopes of qualifying for the postseason. Washington has made the playoffs in each of Kuznetsov's eight full seasons prior to this one. This article here by Tarek Elbashir in The Athletic. So, you know, it is a tough thing for a Kuznetsov. And I think that, you know, um, he is a guy that expects that the Capitals will make it to the playoffs every year. I would love the Capitals to make it to the playoffs every year. Sometime it is just not a possibility, but you can't be one of those guys. It's, you know, like I'm not getting what I want and I want out of Washington. So it is an interesting thing uh, to look at there. It's been a rough year for a lot of guys. And in general for the team, he said, but with all the things we go through, we still fighting. Even the chance is much more less right now. Again, this article is shortly after the the um, uh, thing in true TV broke. Um, and the season was still going as we know, the season's over and the capitals, Playoff pushes a uh, push was dashed, um, so and it was a tough thing. And I think it was an easy deflection for him to say, you know, I don't want to talk about this. Let's worry about the season, even though we kind of know we knew for quite some time that the capital season was over. But uh, you know, again, that was just a way of him deflecting uh, that he didn't want to talk about it. I'm still hurt, he said. It's still hard to put a smile because that was a very very big game. And we almost came back. That was him talking about that game against the Penguins. And it was an interesting thing because I remember John Walton talking on his show as well. And uh, he was saying that the impact of that game, either way, if they win or lose, the impact could have changed the fortunes of the cap season. You know, they could have, we could be talking about them in the playoffs right now or we, you know, we found out what happened. They were a limit, you know, they didn't even make it to the playoffs. Their, their hopes were dashed before it even came to that. Kuznetsov cracked that it hurt more than the goal was scored by Melkin, who hosted. Uh, Kuznetsov and his Caps teammate Alex Ovechkin, Alex Alexiev, and Alexi Protus at his Pittsburgh area home for dinner the night before. I'm pretty good at putting things away from my head and trying to enjoy every day, Kuznetsov said. It's been more than 24 hours since that last game, and it's still in my head. He's referencing that game later in the season if there is to be anyone else score, I'd be fine. But when it's Geno scoring, it's a dream come true for him. And at the same time, it's probably the biggest goal I ever give up, the toughest one to swallow. So there is something, you know, there that Kuznetsov was kind of trapped in his own head there. Uh, you know, he placed a lot of the blame on himself, even though, you know, a lot of it went with Anthony Mantha as well, of course. So, It was a tough thing uh, this last season, and I think that, you know, uh, the the chatter and then him kind of getting pushed down the lineup was a little bit too much for Evgeny Kuznetsov, and he felt frustrated. Uh, That is why he reached out and said, you know, I want, uh, you know, out of D.C. Uh, It is a a tough thing. The loss put an exclamation point on a season that's been challenging for Kuznetsov, who has seen a decline in production and ice time, renewing speculation about his future in D.C., Uh, He turns 31 in May and has two seasons remaining on his contract at 7.8 million per. The third highest cap hit among forwards on the team, behind Ovechkin at 9.5 and Nick Backstrom at 9.2. And I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now: We talk about cap space, and everyone says, "Well, the Caps would do this or that," but they don't have cap space. But they have 7.8 tied up per per year. With Evgeny Kuznetsov, for a guy that does not want to be here, why do we want to keep him out around here? You know, and just to kind of veer topics here a little bit as well. Nick Backstrom at nine point two million. Uh, A guy that is definitely on the back nine of his career in hockey. That's my assessment. I think that there would be a whole lot more money available if you, you know, granted Kuznetsov his wish and got him out of D.C. And Nick Backstrom, I hate to say it, and longtime Caps fans, you know, don't look at me and say, how can you talk about Backstrom this way? But it's true. We've seen a dip in production with him. So I could see the Caps moving on from Backstrom. Some people say it's been too long because his... Uh, You know, his value has been diminished. You know, everyone's going to see that Backstrom's value has been diminished. So it's going to be a difficult thing to move on from him. Um, So, you know, just taking a look at it, maybe they should have moved on from some of these players, but getting it back to Kuznetsov here, $7.8 million for a guy that went to the media, the Russian media, and said, I want out of D.C., we have a couple years left on his deal here. Do we want to keep a guy all around here that says, I don't want to be here. He is going to be here through ostensibly the 24, 25 season. That's what he's under contract for. And then he's a UFA in the 25, 26 season. So that's, you know, that's my big thing. There is, you know, if this guy does not want to be here, let's not, you know, let's not make him be here. He stay here if he doesn't want to be here, because that is going to manifest out on the ice, you're going to see that poor play. You're going to see a guy that's sulking. Um, So it is an interesting position for the Capitals to be in. But that is my, that's my belief that if the guy doesn't want to be here, let's not grant him, you know, let's grant him his wish rather. And let's just move him on out of DC. I understand it's a sticky thing there, you know, no trade clause and, you know, certain teams that you're going to be willing to go to. So it is going to be complicated. I get that. But you know that that's all a part of it. You know, sometimes things are complicated. That is why GMs, in this case, Brian McClellan, make the big bucks to make decisions like this. Maybe bundle them in a deal with Mantha or something like that to just increase the value. All right. So after the break here, we're going to talk about the crazy scenario. Should, you know, I just got done saying that we got to get Evgeny Kuznetsov out there. But what if it was just Peter Laviolette and his poor coaching system that has led to his decline? Let's dig into that more straight ahead. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time. Just add your ride to my garage and look at the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors, and with over 122 million parts to choose from, You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when you have the right parts guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and follow or subscribe to Locked On Capitals on your favorite podcatcher and on YouTube. I have some big guests coming up. I have Mike Vogel and John Walton coming up, plus a myriad of other different guests coming on the show throughout the summer. So make sure and subscribe to Locked On Capitals. So in this next segment here, we are going to talk about Evgeny Kuznetsov. And in the previous segment I talked about, let's get him out of here. You know, if he doesn't want to be here, you know, we've got all this money tied up with him. Let it, let's let just push him on out of DC. You know, there is an, a two sides to every coin and I'm going to go ahead and, you know, flip the coin over and look at the other side. Maybe it was Peter Laviolette misutilizing Evgeny Kuznetsov's talents. It is possible uh, that, you know, maybe his schemes, maybe his systems just didn't weren't in, in lockstep with um, what kind of player Evgeny Kuznetsov is in. I heard it about it. Schultz is playing out uh, for the crack. And right now, former cap, guess what? Killing it. So was he really that bad? Or, or was it just he wasn't, you know, in sync with the capital systems? You see it happen all the time. Players that did not play that well in D.C., they go outside the organization and then they kill it. Take a look at Vanacek. Take a look at Samsonov. Uh, just, you know, a bunch of different. Philip Grubauer. Um, you know, and those are just the top off my head. All of a sudden, you know, they they don't play well here. They go somewhere else. They play, you know, really well on another team. A different coach, a different zip code. It changes everything. Phoenix Copley, another guy. I could list a hundred of them off, but that is not what this show is about. I don't want... Evgeny Kuznetsov to move on from this team. If it, you know it wasn't his fault, per- perhaps it was Peter Laviolette's fault. Perhaps they were misutilizing him. Um, you know, and there could be something that that could be said that if Spencer Carberry comes in here, or Jeff Halpern, or one of these guys that you hear out there, maybe they could you know, reinvigorate Evgeny Kuznetsov. Maybe they could find what really makes him t- uh, tick. Maybe they could really take, you know, the face off the clock and look at the gears and say, yeah, this is this is who Kuznetsov is, and I can see why it wasn't working before, but I bet you if I move this and adjust this gear a little bit, look at, he's firing on all cylinders, 20-plus goals, and he can continue to wave his arms like this because there would be nothing that would bug me more then if the capitals decided to move on from Evgeny kuznetsov and he went to let's say the boston bruins you know <laughs> you know who who left the capitals and is now killing it in boston uh dmitry orlov to see Evgeny kuznetsov leave dc for example here And go out to Boston and kill it. So every time he scores a goal against the Caps, he's going to make sure and have those arms flapping like, see what you guys are missing out on. The whole time, it was just the coach. And I know this is the offseason, and I'm pontificating. I'm taking the gum and throwing it to the wall and seeing if it sticks here. But it is an interesting debate, and I've heard this around the NHL amongst many different people, that perhaps, potentially, it was the coaching system You know, that was the bugaboo for Evgeny Kuznetsov. Perhaps that was the case for Anthony Mantha as well. We'll talk about Anthony Mantha in a later show. But it is an interesting thing. The impact that a head coach and his assistants can have on a certain player. For whatever reason, maybe it just didn't gel. So let's take a look at statistically um, who Evgeny Kuznetsov is. The high watermark for his career is, was in the 17-18 season when he had 27 goals. The 18-19 season, 21. The 19-20 season, 19. The 2021 season, 9. The 21-22 season, 24. And this year, after 81 games, played only 12 goals. So what what went wrong? Was it a thing, you know, and just taking a look at it, you can kind of see the wave pattern there and goals. So there is definitely an issue with consistency with Evgeny Kuznetsov. Of course, the stats are right there in front of me. They show it. Um, But, you know, there is something, like I said, to. You know, maybe if Spencer Carberry comes in here, maybe if Jeff Helpern comes in here, maybe one of these guys could be the one that's like, I know what is wrong with Kuznetsov. He is doing this wrong or, you know, we're doing, we're, you know, a different type of attack, you know, and um, all of a sudden he's going to be firing on all cylinders. So that is my hope that uh, if Kuznetsov is in fact here next year, because there is a lot of money tied up in Evgeny Kuznetsov, that the next head coach, whoever that might be, Could be the koozie whisperer, you know, koozie. Come on over here. You got to do this right. You got to do that right, and that's going to fix everything. I know that that seems like a a simple solution and maybe too easy, but just take a look at the players rattled off several of them there earlier that left DC and went to different teams and absolutely killed it. It's not a crazy thought. It's a possibility, and my belief is right now if, you know, they can't find a way to get him out of DC or they can't yield a big enough return. Let's keep Koozie here because at the end of the day, do we know who he is? And I'll talk about this in the last segment here about ultimately who he is. He is a first round pick, 26th overall. That's something to consider. And, you know, it's not like you're just disregarding, you know, just this player that's, you know, never been anything, a fourth line guy. This guy has the pedigree of being a really, really great hockey player. Do we want to just, you know, push him out the door because you know he he was he had his feelings hurt ultimately? And you know, we all get all our, our feelings hurt. Hockey players have egos as well. Maybe they just needed someone to, you know, pat him on the back and say, hey man, I understand you're struggling here a little bit, but just be patient. Got a new coach coming in next season. Maybe, you know, we can get your career going again. I think sometimes it's just the more basic things, the humanitarian, the humanity of the game, not just being like, you know, he has a bad attitude. Let's get him out of here. You know, sometimes that's my knee jerk reaction when I hear stories like that. But then it's the humanitarian, the humanity of the situation where you're like, maybe he's struggling. Maybe he needs someone to just, you know, pull him aside. I know we're adults, we're NHL players, but they're human at the end of the day and say, hey. Let's, let's try this. Let's try that and see if we can make it work. And then if you still ultimately want out of D.C., we'll honor your wish. But would you be willing to give it one more shot? I think it would be an interesting thing to do. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about the origin story of Evgeny Kuznetsov. What kind of fabric is he made of? You know, what, where does he come from? What kind of player was he before the Capitals? All of those kind of things. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So one of the things that we know about is Evgeny Kuznetsov. In this show, we've talked about that he wants out of D.C. And maybe if he wants out, we should just let him out because we have so much money tied up in him. In the second segment we talked about, maybe it was the coach. Maybe it was the coach that was the problem. And the new coach can kind of just jiggle the wires a little bit and jumpstart his career again. It's possible, but now let's talk about, let's take the book and move it over, and let's take a look at the beginning. What's the origin story of uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov? We think we know, but you have no idea. He was a first-round pick, 26th overall uh, in Evgeny Kuznetsov. Washington has chosen a Russian forward in the first round of the NHL draft for the fourth time. Kuznetsov's primary position is listed as center by the league's central registry. So this marks his third straight draft in which Washington has chosen a center with its first choice in the draft. This was back from 2010. So this, you know, is a bit dated here. So what is the scouting report on him? He is a fast, skillful, and talented player. He is also a leader on the ice. He was the captain of the Russian under 18 team, and he had an excellent tournament He is very skilled. Uh, So International Scouting Services ranked him number 19. Size, strength, good. Skating, excellent. Puck skills, excellent. Shot, very good. Offensive play, excellent. Defensive play, good. Physical play, average. Competitiveness, very good. Hockey sense, very good. So, what are his strengths? According to the scouts, puck possession number one, number two needs little space to execute, and number three, quick hands and feet. Areas of improvement: defensive play, and number two, an interesting one. All these years later, focus. Think about that focus. You know, and sometimes he loses focus. You know that that speaks totally if you look at his stats. One year he's twenty plus goals, the next season not. Because why? He lost his focus. Skill, masterful offensive player who is capable and willing to try and do anything to score. Scouting report, Kuznetsov really falls into the stereotypical Russian mold, a very talented technical player who displays emotional fire and passion to succeed. Kuznetsov has really taken advantage of the exposure of playing in major international tournaments, Kuznetsov played with the U-18 team where he served as the captain in the World Juniors, played on the last year's silver medal team, winning the U-18 team, and also represented Russia at the World Junior A Challenge. A very smooth puck handler who can beat defenders one-on-one, Kuznetsov requires very little time or space to score goals and can do so off the rush, which is a good thing with his shot where he can shoot from anywhere inside the offensive zone. NHL potential is exciting offensive player who can really raise the level of the game. So there are certain things like focus. Could the next coach be the guy that could tweak his focus and get, you know, look at this glowing scouting report on him. You know, uh, that's what I'm talking about. There is a recipe in the pot for Kuznetsov. I just think that they need to find the right chef to prepare it the rest of the way and don't burn them. And uh, I think that we have a really good player. I just think that we need to, to dial him in a little bit here. Um, so just taking a look at here, TSN ranked him number 24. Bob McKenzie, Evgeny Kuznetsov is a stereotypical, highly skilled Russian forward who can be the dominant force in one game and then an- invisible the next. Most teams have... Uh, rated ahead of them and Kuznetsov, but not all of them. And it's not inconceivable, albeit an outside shot that he could still be the first Russian player taken in the draft. But again, the Russian factor leaves us befuddled in the teams and where they could be selected. Again, this is from 2010, but this is what I'm talking about. I wanted to take the way back machine and go to 20. So we could look at the origin story of Kuzi, who he is. You know, it's easy to be negative and sometimes I can be negative. I was negative. him on the show, but I'm trying to look at both sides of the coin, you know, heads or tails. Which one is he? I think he's a little bit of both here. And that's one of the things that they just really need to dial in. So I don't think that, you know, Evgeny Kuznetsov is the kind of guy that you should just discard. Kick him to the side. I don't think that's the case. I think that. Um, You know, the right approach would be is let's see who the next head coach is and see what they can get out of him. I understand they have a lot of money tied up in him. I know this team wants to change things up and take the snow globe and shake it up and all that kind of thing. But you do have a first round pick there that, you know, struggles with focus, has struggled with, with focus since his earliest days. That is a guy they could get dialed in if they hire the right head coach whoever that may be. So I am not all about pushing Kuznetsov out the door unless that is ultimately what he wants for sure. I don't want to hear anything more about it, Kuznetsov says. If he comes to the GM or his agent says, I don't want to give this any more of a chance, I'm done. Okay, then let's get him out of here. But if he is open to the possibility of saying, hey, Kuzi, I know that you're having a hard time now, but let's just see who the next head coach is and see what kind of rapport you have with him. Uh, stranger things have happened. You've seen head coaches get a lot out of different players. Look at what Barry Trotz did when he came to the Capitals. The Capitals won a Stanley Cup. Something that eluded them since the beginning of the franchise, Barry Trotz came in on his white horse and got it done. Why? Because he knew people. You know, that's part of it, too, It's just the humanitarian. It's understanding people and how they react to things. It's easy to just make it all black and white Sometimes you got to look at the gray a little bit. You got to look at the human level. You know, it seems like that Kuznetsov is the kind of guy that gets upset when he doesn't get things his way. I get it. You know, maybe a bit childish, but, you know, he is a guy that plays with pride for his team. He plays with pride for himself. And, you know, maybe if we just let this season kind of wash away a little bit and see who the next head coach that comes in, maybe they can do it. And that is my take on it. You know, Kuznetsov, Again, if he wants out, he says, I don't want any more of this. Get me out of here. Then let's get him out of here. But if I was the head coach, um, I had different managerial jobs in my life and different facets of work. And sometimes you understand that it's not a one size fits all. It's the same thing with a head coach. Some guys, you can really just put the boot to them and you'll get results. And some of them, if you apply too much pressure, they're like, I'm out. So you have to understand the players on your team. And I think the next head coach, Hopefully, he's the guy that can do that, you know, that can understand who Kuzi is as the player and say, looking at you statistically, man, I think that you're a pretty good hockey player. I think we got to work on this. We got to work on that. And I think that you'll be one heck of a hockey player. I do think it's possible. I'm not going to say that is what's going to happen, but I think that that is the right approach, not just making it so polarizing that it's my way or the highway. That sometimes doesn't work with everyone. You got to know the person and what makes them tick. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of the Locked On Capitals podcast here. Make sure and, you know, if you want to talk, you know, Caps hockey outside of here, join me on subtext. There'll be more information on that in the show notes. And then also make sure and subscribe and follow on your favorite podcatcher. If it's on Apple, if it's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher, whatever the case may be, that way you will know when the new podcasts are available. And I told you guys that I would give you a shout out if uh, you, 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 you know messaged me and said, I'm an everydayer. Are you an everydayer of this podcast? And I want to hear from you. And I did hear from some of you and I don't have time to go into all of them right now. But Jeff Hemelt, uh, Jeff, thank you so much. He says, great He said, hey, Dan, one of the everydayers here, appreciate all of your coverage up here in Flyers territory. Keep on rocking the red. Uh, So that is just a really special thing from him to say there. And then I also have one here as well. If we take a look at it, I was listening to this morning's episode, as I do every morning. You asked today, who would be the other player other than Ovi? Tom Wilson has been your favorite. Uh, So you can read that. there, talking about what players should come and go. And I like to talk Caps hockey with you. And thanks to Dustin as well for reaching out for me and being one of those guys and or girls that listens to this podcast every day. It means the world to me. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Homie, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday.